0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Diabetes Doesn't Define Me podcast with your host, Maria Morales, diabetes educator, dietitian, and image coach. Here, helping you go through this journey of having diabetes or even pre diabetes and taking you from feeling defeated, overwhelmed, confused, unhealthy to feeling healthy, empowered, educated beautiful, confident, to create the life that you deserve as a person living with this condition. And today we're going to talk about how the weather is changing. And now we're getting into the summer months and heat is cranking up. And the reason I decided to make this podcast today was because I just went for a walk with my dog, Lily. Lily is a mini golden doodle who is extremely fluffy and shaggy right now and that's how I love her when she's super fluffy and just cuddly and just oof I love my dog when she's fluffy but the poor thing is really suffering in this heat I live in Orlando Florida and today when we went for a walk it was around 10 in the morning it was already 81 degrees and 60% humidity so at the beginning it didn't feel very hot but then started to get really warm and the poor dog was no longer enjoying the walk and I was getting ready to kind of give up too. So we walked for about 20 minutes and then she stopped in the middle of the road and said, I'm no longer going to move mom, you gotta take me home. So that got me thinking about how people with diabetes are very sensitive to heat and cold. So we're going to talk about that today. And remember that you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Diabetes with a Twist. And you can check out our products and services on lifeartistlink.com. So let's get started. So managing diabetes in the heat. How to keep your cool during the hottest time of the year. Did you know that people with diabetes, both type 1 and type 2, feel the heat more than people who don't have it? These are some of the reasons. Number one, certain diabetes complications like damage to the blood vessels and nerves can affect your sweat glands, so your body cannot cool down as effectively. That can lead to heat exhaustion and heat stroke, which is very uh, serious medical emergency. Number two is that people with diabetes get dehydrated more quickly because they lose too much water from their bodies. Not enough um, liquids being consumed can raise your blood sugars, and high blood sugars can make you urinate more and cause dehydration. So remember that vicious cycle when your sugars are high, your body's going to want to dilute all that extra sugar. It's going to pull water from your tissues, dehydrate you, but make you urinate it out. So you're already going through this cycle when your sugars are high, and if now you're exposing yourself to heat, this could, uh, dehydration can happen even faster. Other people may be on diuretics, you know, medications that are going to help you treat high blood pressure. They call them water pills. Well, they're not water pills because they're not giving you any water. They're actually helping you release the extra water that your body holds onto, and that can dehydrate you too. High temperatures can change how your body uses insulin. Did you know that? So you may need to test your blood sugar more often and adjust your insulin dose and what you eat and drink during the summer months, and especially if you're going to be outside. So let's talk about the humidity as well. So even though it doesn't seem very hot outside, like when I got out there, there was a breeze today and I didn't feel like it was that warm all of a sudden the humidity started to set in and the combination of heat and humidity, which is the moisture in the air, can be very dangerous. When sweat evaporates, it dries on your skin, right? And it removes heat and it cools you. But when there's high humidity, you cannot sweat and evaporate as you do when there's no humidity. So basically everything is wet, you know, you just can't. You're not going to evaporate the water in, you know, the, in the form of sweating because it's it's humid. It's just a whole different ball game when it's very humid. So if you live in, um, in the south areas that are very humid, like Florida, um, maybe parts of Texas, Mississippi areas like that. I know some people in Michigan get also a lot of humidity out there even though it's you know a northern state, and maybe you live in a tropical climate like you live maybe in Puerto Rico or Cuba or Dominican Republic, any of those islands, or you're planning summer vacations and you're gonna be out in those places, then you have to prepare for the humidity. So whether you're working out or it's just hanging out, it's a good idea to check the heat index. The heat index is the measurement that combines the temperature with the humidity. So you're gonna take steps to stay cool when it reaches 80 degrees in the same shade shade with 40% humidity or above. So it's important to know that the heat index can be up to 15 degrees higher in full sunlight. So stick to the shade when the weather warms up. Physical activity is key to managing diabetes, but you cannot get active outdoors during the hottest part of the day, for God's sake. Try to go in the morning when it's still cooler, like not 10 o'clock, because obviously I went at 10 in the morning and it was already too hot. I should have gone between 7 and 8 probably. Um, not going to go earlier than that because I'm not a morning person. and Or I should have waited for the evening when the temperatures are starting to go down a little bit. The other thing you can do is in some other places like the desert in areas like Arizona or Las Vegas where the temperature goes over 100 degrees. then you probably don't want to go outside because although you don't have humidity, it's still very, you know, extreme temperatures. So you probably want to consider going to air conditioning malls and walk there or just go to the gym where there's air conditioning. I know there's some gyms now that like to have you know, the hottest possible temperature there for some particular reason that I'm not very sure about. But for somebody with diabetes, a gym like that could be very dangerous. So your blood sugar knows best, you know, kids out of school, vacations, get-togethers, family reunions. The summer season is going to throw off your routine and you're possibly going to be exposed to more outside events. And, you know, it could possibly throw off your diabetes management plan as well. So you want to check your blood sugar more often to make sure it's in target range, no matter what the summer brings. Also, it's very important that you recognize what low blood sugar feels and treat it as soon as possible. So I'm going to give you some warm weather wisdoms, some ideas how to stay safe during the warm weather months. So you want to drink plenty of water. Even if you're not thirsty, you got to keep on dehydrating yourself so that you don't get dehydrated. You want to avoid alcohol in drinks with caffeine, like coffee or energy drinks, or even some of the sports drinks, because they can lead to water loss and also spike your blood sugar levels. You want to check your blood sugar before, during, and after you're active and you may need to change how much insulin you use if you're on insulin so you need to ask your doctor how you're going to adjust your dose during those times you want to wear different type of clothing okay it has to be loose fitting lightweight and light color going outside wearing all black is probably not the best idea now we want we want to wear sunscreen even if you're just going for a small walk you know 10 20 30 minutes if you're going to be out in the sun you might want to wear sunscreen and a hat because sunburn can raise your blood sugar levels. And sometimes you think you're just out there for a little bit, but you get burned. And right now, you know, the UV rays and the all of that is really affecting skin for skin cancer. But right now we're actually protecting ourselves from high blood sugars as well, preventing sunburn. And, you know, use your air conditioner or go to an air conditioned building like the mall to stay cool. And in very high heat, a room fan will not cool you enough. So it's important that you know that if you're exercising in an area, for example, some people have their gym equipment in the garage, but during the summer months, it gets extremely hot there. And even though they have a fan blowing on them, they're not cooling fast enough. So it could be very dangerous. One last thing you got to remember is your medications like insulin and other injectables need to be protected from the heat. So do not store insulin in direct sunlight or leave it in the hot car because it's going to get damaged and you're not going to be able to use it. Check the package information about how high temperatures can affect insulin and other medicines. If you're traveling, keep your insulin and other medicines in a cooler area. And do not put insulin directly on an ice pack because although you're trying to keep it cool, you're not trying to freeze it. It damages the insulin as well if it's frozen. Heat can damage your blood sugar monitor as well or your insulin pump and other diabetes equipment, so you got to be very careful with that. Don't ever leave anything for your diabetes in a hot car or if you're at the pool or the beach, do not leave it out in the seat. Or on your back because it's going to get affected by the heat and direct sunlight when you're out there. Same thing goes for diabetic supplies like your test strips. But don't let the summer heat stop you from taking your diabetes medicine and supplies with you when you're out and about. You'll need to be able to test your sugar and take steps if it's too high or too low. Just make sure you protect your diabetes gear from the heat and you also protect your body as well. So I hope that this is some useful information so that you can stay safe and healthy during these summer months. These are my favorite months because I get to do a lot of outside activities like pool and water, um, sports and beach side and, you know, events outside with people and families. So just got to be a little bit more aware of what heat does to you as a person with diabetes, take care of it and prevent any type of heat exhaustion. So I will be talking to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Diabetes with a Twist. Thank you so much. And we'll talk soon.